So, everybody, it's a downtime session. And unlike most downtimes where I'm going to ask who wants to go first and what they want to do, I'm going to make this first one a group effort. Uh, is At some point when you're all hanging around the base, the big computer just has a big flashy red button on it now, and it's flashing. Oh, means all right. On. No. Big <laughs> red button mean explode. I've seen movies. Would I, being the IT person here, know what that's supposed to mean? Who installed this? <laughs> it would mean that there's a message. I don't remember anyone installing this. This was not here yesterday. Who did this? Not me. I may have adjusted the custom settings when I was adding additional applications yesterday. Why did you put a self-destruct button on our computer? Hey, don't, hey, don't knock a self-destruct button. You never know when you need to destroy something. I will adjust the messaging system to make it less alarming next time. But for now, it appears we have a message. Pushing button. All right. And uh, from that button push, you hear a familiar voice. Hi, everyone. If you're watching this, then that means I've either died or become incapacitated in such a way that I can't stop this from appearing on screen. Either way, I'm probably out of the picture. Um, if you're wondering how I managed to set the computer up to do this, please remember I'm the only one to touch it to outside of zero who hasn't used it to watch drugged up Netflix. So, surprise, I'm the tech guy. <laughs> um, so, I guess this is a goodbye. Um, this is kind of hard to say, but... Jeez, um, um, you know, it's these are hard to hard to record um, I guess I just wanted to say you know thanks to everyone um, and just give everyone kind of a, a little message um, Sandok you've you know you, I think we've been a bit distant lately but you you, you are my you're probably the best the closest friend I have um, uh, you know, you do a good job with the hero thing, and you're a good guy. Um, and you know, uh, if if I had a advice for you, I'd probably say that you need to get a bit more confident. Um, you're not gonna be the friendly regional spider dog that you want to be. You know, at, th at this point, you fought you fought city class threats. You fought off an alien invasion. You need to accept that you you have the power set to go toe to toe with the big boys, and um, you, you know you're probably going to have to take leadership now that I've gone. Um, don't leave it to switch; they'll just don't trust them um, to lead. They'll they'll take you down a dark path. Um, Zero, you're a good you're a good person. Um, I know you probably don't think of yourself as a person and probably might not think of yourself as having much of a concept of good and evil, but you're doing your best. You know, we all have to... You're having to learn by experience what a lot of us get through instinct or through just osmosis, through, sight, through culture. You're having to pick that up and adapt along the way. Um... <sighs> You've been asking a lot of questions about 
what being a hero is through our time together and ultimately that's hard to quantify um you know uh it's it's hard for each of us outside of <laughs> every hero you speak to will have a different idea um of of what it is to be a hero what being a villain is um really I can say a lot of stuff. I can say it's about protecting people who can't protect themselves. I can say it's about upholding an ideal. Um, really, it's just about doing the best you can to be the best person you can be. Um, whether whether it's through helping people or whether it's just through getting through the day as best you can. Um, it probably isn't about hurting people, though. Um, try not to try not to break as many bones as I have or blow up as many buildings that, uh, that tries to get frowned upon um, Switch we've talked a lot in the past about about your your ideals and you know we are friends at the end of the day I do like you and I, I wish you I, I hope for the best um, moving forwards as ever you know I think you probably find it a bit too easy to take a life and I am worried about that moving forwards. I think you could probably do with examining that. Um, I mean, the best bit of advice I have for you moving forwards is the same bit of advice I've always had for you, which is think of the consequences. You know, it you, you have a different ideology than me and I don't think you're a bad person, but I think... I think you find it a bit easy to do bad things. You know, as I say, think of the consequences. How are you affecting others? What is the long-term ramifications of your acts and for helping the people that you help? That's, I mean, that's about it for for what I wanted to say to, 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 each, of, to each of you. So, you probably, you know, I, I'm, I'm scared right now. I, I don't want to die. I don't want to die on a time frame that's been set for me by others. Um, Albright is a prick. Megalad Prime is a dick. Um, I don't want to die, guys. But if it helps others, I will. And that's, I guess that's all I have to say. You know, take care of you guys, yourselves, guys. And, you know, keep on keep keep the team going keep on fighting for to keep the city safe get the communist mayor in place if you can and good luck to a lot of you um and yeah I, I guess i'm on a repeat now so goodbye and good luck ah so that explains it he must have adjusted the settings when preparing this message Yeah, I guess. Fighting the urge to just say in character, What was that? <laughs> ah, yes. Poltergeist, you have not met. The person on that message was a former teammate who has become incapacitated, possibly stranded in another dimension. Oh, that's awful. Indeed. 
that, that's 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 best case scenario. That's a real soft way of putting it, yeah. My condolences. He seemed like quite a character. It's not inaccurate. Yeah, uh, quite a character is 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 a is an accurate way of putting it, I guess. Yeah, Gary is a good guy, and he is an alcoholic piece of shit who got on my case all the time. Also true. But I do miss him. Yeah. He was the best version of himself that I have met. I don't know, you did meet Cowboy Megalad, and he was pretty great. I stand by what I said. <laughs> Felix pulling out his wallet, and there's a little picture of Megalad Lime in there. <laughs> no. Do it for him, just a collage of Megalads. <laughs> This was a depressing start to the morning. Yeah. yeah I'm glad he left the message, but like... Yeah. Did not expect to have a, a ghost chastise me first thing in the morning. Fortunately, that was not a ghost. That was a pre-recorded message. <sighs> yes, thank you, Seal, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So... Uh, at this point, the next part of the message starts piping up. Oh, uh, one more thing. Um, yeah, um, I've used my vision power to leave you guys a final gift. Um, I've asked myself to answer a question that each of you may have in the future. Um, Zero's is all ready to go um, because he asks the most obvious questions so he can listen to it at any time. Uh, the rest of you, from what my visions have told me, haven't asked a question yet, but the second you have one in, the, in your head and click the video um, with your name on, you'll have the answer. Um, so I, I, you know, I hope this helps you keep, keep the team going, keep yourself safe, whatever your question may be, I'm hoping that it helps. Um, so yeah, I hope I hope you, I guess, enjoy is the wrong way. I hope you get some use out of the gift. Okay, so it's not just getting chastised from beyond the grave. It's getting advice from beyond the grave. <laughs> Indeed. Would anyone object to my playing the zero message now? Yeah, fine. Let's go for it. So this video is intended for Zero. Um, if you are Sundog or Switch, please stop watching now. Um, so, Zero, you've you've asked me to a difficult question, as it turns out. It gave me a headache. Turns out, having visions about yourself hurts um, a lot. So don't do it again. You don't get a chance to do it again, but don't do it again. Um, so, you asked me, was my time on Earth satisfactory? Um, difficult. Difficult to answer. Um, it was short. I'm 17. I'm not... I don't want to die. I don't expect to die, but I don't want to. But I have to stand up for... Everyone, really. Um, if I don't 
if I don't go out in a couple of days and um, and fight against Prime, he could kill everyone. Um, he probably won't stop um, until he or I are dead. Um, so, I guess the answer to my question is uh, you, you can only you can only do your best. You you can uh, you can only do yeah. you know. I have had the opportunity to use my powers for good rather than hurting people. I've had the chance to try and prove prove to people that I'm not some dangerous monster that should be locked away. Um, I've had the chance to prove that I'm not a god. I'm just a guy. Um, I guess, I guess I can keep keep um, blabbering on with platitudes to that extent. What's my time on Earth satisfactory? Um, probably yes. Um, I've had a good time. I've had fun. I've had a lot to drink, and hopefully will continue to do so. Um, I've made good friends. Yes, yes, my time on Earth was satisfactory, and I don't want to die, but I'm happy to die to protect the good times I've had so that other people can have those good times as well. Um, so, you know, look after yourself, Zero. Okay? Bye. Alright, uh, so I know due to text everybody except Zero at some point left the room while that was playing, so uh, yeah. Zero, you as, can let everybody else come back in. As soon as Gary said, you know, Sundog and Switch do not listen. I like darted my hand out and paused the video and just like made eye contact with Sundog. Yeah. Yeah. Leaving the room. My name's not Sundog or Switch. I give you a very severe look. I'm coming, I'm coming. Alright, and then they leave out, and then Zero, whenever it's done, you can call them back in. The video has finished playing. All of us will file back into the room. What knowledge of the future do you have, middle man? Apparently, the question I would have asked him was not about the future, but rather about the past. He has not informed me of any particular secrets. However, from my understanding of privacy, I can understand why he would wish to limit the audience. All right, so I'll not ask what that was then. Eh, if it doesn't concern me, I don't need to know. I suppose I may at least tell you my question, because I do not have secrets myself. I wish to ask, was he satisfied with his time on Earth? Huh. Oh. Okay. That sounds extremely depressing to listen to. I'm glad I didn't hear it. Same. Yeah. Uh, not interested in something that heavy today. Very well. I have a curated playlist of cat videos. Would you like me to play them? Uh, I don't know. I think that might agitate the dog. I'd fucking 
pat Sundog on the head. No, no, let's see the kitty cats. There's one cat that's like a little kitten who gets his head through a tube and then the, he sort of rolls like on his back and oh no, he's stuck now. The entire uh, video is him trying to get out. Adorable. That cat doesn't understand spatial <laughs> geometry. Does Sunhook just start barking at the screen? <laughs> okay. Like, you understand that I'm not literally a dog standing on my hind legs in a suit. Like, y'all recognize that, right? Indeed. Your point? There are two-legged dog superheroes. His body does not fit the correct profile. Okay, you can't just, like, invent just dog standing up superheroes. You can't just drop that knowledge <laughs> on us. <laughs> What, you've never heard of the superhero Good Boy? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, does that make my costume, like, racist now? (laughs) No. Okay. So then, let's get the actual gravy train started. Uh, so gravy then, who delicious, wants... Delicious gravy. Delicious gravy. Who wants to go first? I'll do first. I haven't done first in a while. Okay. Do you want to do your thing? Do you want to do my thing? Let's do my thing because it'll be short and it'll be confusing if we do it later. Okay. So then, paint me a scene. So it's like... Well, I guess it's the same day, um, which I guess has been like a couple days since the, you know, whole Gary. Well, three, four days anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's probably like the day after the whole AI took over the city thing. So I'm just kind of still thinking about what Gabby said. And I approached Nico. I said, okay, so uh, you may not. I, well, no, you would totally remember this. You are a computer. You offered me... Um, a new costume a while back, and I never took you up on that. Um, now I am. To be precise, I have suggested that the budget allotted to us by Clockwork Futures can be used in order to purchase a new suit. Are you choosing to do so? Yes. Yes, I am. Very well. I do not know of a super costume supplier. However, I do have Google. <laughs> like, built in, or are you just going to physically go to the computer and use a Google? I'm, I'm walking to the computer. <laughs> I think not- this is technically networking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there are a few superhero uh, costume tailors, because that's 100% like a viable source of business is like we can repair your suit and also we can make you so choose one there's one that has four and a half stars and the only reason it has four and a half stars is because uh it looks like one supervillain kind of like left a one star review to try and bomb the uh try and bomb it and we checked in Yelp here Superhero suit came apart after two days. Entire ass out in front of a bank robber. I'm gonna pass on that one. <laughs> All right. So, a little bit of 
research later, I picked one, and now you have to come up with a name. Oh, goody. Uh, hmm. It's just called Carla's. Hmm. Boring. Yes. But it's got really good reviews. I was hoping you'd come up with a cool name. It's like Capes and Cows or something. It's just, God. No, Carla's. This is Carla's. Capes and Cows is the cheap franchise knockoff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There is a Capes and Cowls, and then like three blocks later, there's another Capes and Cowls. <laughs> there's a really big one that has a Starbucks inside of it. Yes. <laughs> it's a Capes and Cowls, and there's a Tights and Tricks, but they're both owned by the same parent company, so I don't even really know why they bother to like <laughs> make it seem like they're competing. There's like niche st- costume stores like Vigilantes, which caters to the anti-hero crowd. So many belts there. So many belts. Mostly leather jackets, trench coats, all black, nothing purple in there. No colors in that sword, just black. It's like Hot Topic, but for super villains. Yes. Edgelords. <laughs> anyway, but you're going to Carla's, which is a nice local-owned place that has a lot of really good reviews. Anyway, you're discussing this with whoever is going with you, and you arrive at Carla's. Yeah, and I, I can be there or not be there. That is entirely up to you. I don't know. Who's go- who amongst you actually wants to go? I mean, I might be interested in browsing. But that's Just about so it. So that way you could like shit, uh, shapeshift your form into one later. Did you almost say shit out of <laughs> costume? <laughs> Maybe. <sighs> All right. Well, you can hang around then, I guess. So yeah, of course I go, you know, in costume. Yeah. So there's a there's a nice woman there who's working the counter and uh she's got like the store has a couple mannequins in there that's like shows off exactly the sort of stuff that she can do and also there's a sign in the windows that says we do custom jobs and uh there's a couple of endorsements from several superheroes that you've seen uh, including one from a rather familiar uh, smiling face that just says, I'm Craig, and I like this store. <laughs> I'm Craig, and this is my favorite store in the Citadel. <laughs> okay. I imagine this sign is on every burger shop in town. <laughs> well, I, I guess it must be expensive um, to keep buying new muscle shirts when they keep tearing apart. Yeah extra durable and extra big. So the lady that is working behind the counter, who you assume is Carlo, uh, Carlo looks up and she says, Oh, hey, Sundog! How's it going? Hi, have we met? No, but you were kind of famous. Cool. So, okay, I'm, I'm new to this. I usually just, like, repurpose street clothes for my costume but I figured it's at the point where I should get like an actual costume costume so I'm not super certain on how this goes so if you could just walk me through the process I didn't catch your name I'm assuming Carla but I I am indeed Carla yes cool alright so uh, first of all I'm going to take your measurements uh, and then you can leave the mask on you can take it off I do have a very good privacy clause and she 
kind of taps to a sign that says, uh, I am re- completely resistant to all psychic attempts, uh, so don't try and suss out my clientele's identities. Okay, are you, like, actually psychically immune, or is that just a... Well, you wouldn't tell me if it was a bluff, would you? I mean, it's true enough. I haven't met anyone who can get into my brain. How would you know? Eh, there's a little push you can always feel when they tr- when they try and do it. And that's when I kick their ass out of my store. But you just said you haven't met anyone who's done that. Yeah, I haven't. There's a there's a push, but they don't ever break through. She is implying that she feels the push, but not any further contact. Hmm. Excuse oh, okay. me. I do not require a new suit because I am what I am wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know. However, I would appreciate a catalog. Oh, okay. Uh, she will pull out a catalog of stuff that she's done. It's a little outdated. Um, she hasn't gotten a chance to update it recently, but it's only like outdated in the last couple of years. So like this is probably like the 2017 issue. Presumably because uh, Sundog is the one reading the modern catalog. Yeah. Fine by me. And then she says, so I'll take your measurements. Uh, you can either point out to anything in there that you like, or you can like... You know, give me an idea of what you want and I can sketch up some stuff and, you know, we can try and figure out what's you and what's not you. I'll just, like... Yeah, I guess anyone in this business who ratted out their clients wouldn't stay in this business for long. So I take your word for it. So, um... I kind of a whole thing of, I like... I like the street clothes angle. I like... Just, like... I'm just a dude. Like, I'm a man of the people, if that makes any sense to you. Right, right. So I kind of want to stick with that theming, but I do want a professionally made costume. Something preferably easy to stow away. And uh, the mask is good. It's quite my thing now, but it is a little bit awkward to carry around. So can we maybe some figure something around that? Yeah, yeah, hold on a second. We'll get the looks down and then I can tell you, like, we can discuss, you know, exactly how to work and such. And so she takes out a big sketch pad that just has, like, you know, a person, like, sort of already drawn in there in a T pose. Uh, And she just sort of, like, really quickly, it's not, like, superhuman. This isn't a superpower she's doing. She just is really good at her job. So she, like, really quickly, like, sketches out, like, a mock up. And, like, shows it to you and, like, asks, you know, if you want to change if, or if it's good. And essentially, like, if, if you want to make any changes, uh, speak now or forever hold your peace. Excuse me, I have a question. Yes. What is the purpose of all of the glowing lines on these costumes? It looks cool. I mean, it looks cool. I mean, that's that's up to him if he wants it or not. There are some... No, there I, are- I'm, <laughs> I'm pointing out a, a few costumes from the outdated... Uh, from the outdated catalog. Oh. Oh, there was a big whole, like, cyberpunk thing going on for a little while there, and people wanted, like, big glowing lines. Yeah, I remember that. It was like a retro-futuristic kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. It, it died It thing. died out real quickly, mostly because it's really hard to replace those lights when they break. Fascinating. You gotta have, like, a little battery pack on you at all times. Mm-hmm. It's... It, it, it's, it looks cool, but it's just not worth the effort. Anyway, I kind of want to avoid like any kind of glowing lights. I operate in stealth a lot, so 
Okay. Like darker, more subdued colors that don't mm-hmm. stand out. Flexibility is important. Mm-hmm. Um, I put a lot of wear and tear on that, but I assume that's just a given that your stuff is durable. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's some stuff that I definitely do to make it not break as much. I like it to be I'd like the I'd like it to be loose, but not so loose that it's gonna get like caught on stuff or easy to grab. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me, I have another question. Yes? Is this a costume or body paint? That one? She looks at it. That one was just body paint. Like paint on latex or uh fascinating. How do you like do you have like a separate person to apply that or is that just you know what never mind. getting distracted <laughs> but yeah she'll she'll get you something that you will be happy with and she also shows you some stuff you can do with the mask uh one is basically have it fold into like a belt buckle sort of deal and then like it'll unfold and just like be able to go on your head another one is to just like make it really really thin so you can just like fold it up and like slide it into your pocket or you can come up with something as a player if you want if neither of those options sound cool enough to you just go full silver age flash have it be in your ring (laughs) make my costume out of go fast (laughs) (sighs) I had to figure like at this point you have like advanced super tech that you can make costumes out of I don't remember if this was in the movies or the games but like Batman's cape does a thing where it's like cloth but it's like some super tech cloth where if you put a charge into it it takes uh, on a specific yes, shape. Yeah, that's Dark Knight, yeah. I yes. always thought that was pretty cool. Can we do yeah. something like that? Uh, she thinks on that and you obviously don't use Batman as an example because he doesn't exist in this universe because that's... What is the... Coyote what Man? Was- yeah, Coyote, Coyote Man. Man. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, so you mentioned Coyote Man instead. And she thinks nods and she, uh, she goes, yeah, yeah, I can do something like that. Um, It'll take a couple of days, but yeah. That's cool. There's like, an acting superhero. His name is just Chiroptera. <laughs> Deflator Mouse. He's just in this universe. <laughs> <laughs> what is the purpose of this material? Like, what are you, what what are you having it used for? All the times he ends up falling through the air. No, just like the mask, I guess. Something collapsible, something like I just keep in my pocket and then just like pull it out, do like a little button press or something, and it just turns into a mask. Oh, that's actually pretty handy. Yeah, she can whip that up. Uh, like she said, it'll take a couple of days, but um, she'll take your measurements. Uh, and then start getting to work on the costume. She asks for a, a phone number to like text or call you when it's done. Uh, you can give her your real ass phone number. You can give her a burner. Doesn't matter to her. She will keep your identity. Like, don't we have like a, a fucking line that people reach us at? Yeah. Yeah. So like that one give, works. Yeah, you, you give her that line. And like I said, it takes like two days, but eventually you get a call and it's all done. Okay, yeah, cool. I'll stop by. Um, see, I don't have anything going on right now. So yeah, I'll just head on over there. Be there ASAP. 
Yep. And then uh, it is everything that you had hoped for. It looks really nice. Uh, it's made out of really nice material, quite durable. The mask has like a nice, you know, collapsible function. There's like, like the button is hidden inside the mask. So it doesn't like be this big aesthetically displeasing eye stain on the mask. You just cool. And we have like a couple copies of it. So that, you know, for laundry day, so I'm yeah. not fighting crime in my underwear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We changed Sundog. <laughs> Hey, this is good. Yeah, this is um, it's like durable material. That looks good. It's light and breathable at the same time. And this is just like I can throw this on really easily and just be superheroing, you know, at a moment's notice, which is often what I have to do. So, all right. Well, I'm glad you like it. Uh, she hands you a bill. It is kind of expensive, but you know you can afford it on Clockwork Futures' time. It doesn't matter. Thank you, my less than malevolent benefactor. <laughs> I ain't paying for this shit. Somebody else is. <laughs> All right. I can, like, pop back into the base in the new costume. Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, if you want to show off in the new costume, yeah, go ahead. Oh, new costume. Just got done. Swank. Not too swank. I'm not a swank kind of guy. It appears to meet the specifications you requested. Comfortable to move around in. Little claw. I mean, this is good work. And I didn't get any pouches. I always thought those were really tacky. What, like the 36 pouches? That What was that even guy's name? We had like a fucking... There's, there's all sorts of fucking 90s superheroes that you can... Like, there was one in the Bobbins one-off thing. Megadeth. Yeah, oh. wasn't it? <laughs> it wasn't Megadeth, but yeah, the one in Bobbins campaign. Band. Crimson Youth or something. The Crimson yeah. Youth, yes. Yeah. That dude was just like, at some point, I think he was actually made out of pouches. <laughs> what a weird decade. <laughs> I would say if I could remember it. Unfortunately, only 90s kids can remember. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Who wants to go next? I'll go. All right. Do you want to do my thing or do you want to do your thing? I'll do my thing because for similar reasons, it may have further effects on future things. All right. Well, I was actually going to start this at the um, the hashtag trending base because I wanted to find Robin and talk to them. Okay. Okay, well, that's where I live, so it's not difficult to locate me. Excuse me, Robin. Yes, NC-11. I have encountered an ethical paradox. I would like your assistance in resolving it. Uh, well, I will give you my insight. I can't promise that it'll be one that average society will accept. Well, this is a paradox that does not necessarily concern the average populace. The programmers at 
Clockwork Futures have analyzed the code that I obtained from the AL AI core. And before you ask, they did not compile the entire code, thereby setting off another chain reaction. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that somebody is more competent than the DHEA, but honestly, nowadays I feel like that's a pretty low bar. It most likely helped that they only obtained the code after the event had taken place. Regardless, after analyzing the code, they have created emotional expression subroutines that are compatible with my systems. Uh-huh. I would be able to use them for several purposes. First, they would allow me to more effectively communicate my opinions and points to humans. Second, they would allow me to obtain the assistance of humans who are more easily swayed by emotional appeals than by logical appeals. However, I would have to make a conscious decision to display any emotion, because I do not have parallel subconscious or unconscious processes the way that human brains do. And from what I understand, humans dislike being consciously manipulated through emotional appeals, even though they have no problem with unconscious appeals or unconscious manipulation. Okay. I see where the issue is. Are you unable to fragment yourself? Doing so would significantly hinder my ability to handle single-task processes. Hmm. I would effectively be harming myself in order to appear more human. Yeah, well, that would be a pretty accurate simulation then, because a lot of the time emotions really just get in the way of getting stuff done. Indeed. But my use to humans is from the fact that I am not human. Sure. So, I see the issue. What exactly are you asking me? What do I think of it? How should you respond? What do you want? It is simply that I have encountered a paradox. Providing emotional expressions would allow me to more easily assist humans. However, I would also be harming humans at the same time by consciously manipulating them even if I were only to use them to present my opinions. From what I understand, emotions are often reacted to with other emotions. Right. So the big issue here is that no matter how well you simulate it, it's not done on instinct, so there is a level of fakeness to it, a level of falsehood. Indeed. Well, here's here's what I'm going to give you. Here's my take on it. Is I have I more or less have a kind of consequentialist view of this whole thing. Just that I'm not going to put some sort of intrinsic ethical value on this. 
But if what you're doing is creating good outcomes, then I guess go for it. I understand it's not something you can help. And you would be making yourself more effective at saving people by doing it. So, so long as that's what you're actually using it for, and you're not using it to just further selfish goals, then go for it. Indeed. Would you like to know what my longest term goal is? Thrill me. It is to create a world in which working is optional. Yeah, that'd be pretty nice. I should also inform you that I have acquired the subroutines already. If you like, we can attempt a simulation now. You know what? I'm just curious enough. Very well. Please attempt to provoke an emotional reaction. Do not tell me which emotion you would like me to react with. That will force me to guess. Okay. Give me a minute to slip into the, the correct headspace here. Robin's just going to kind of go quiet for a moment and think. Nikolai is just sitting there unblinking. Yeah. Okay, so let's jump into the deep end on this one. Robin's going to get up with something like anger on their face and say, Gary would still be alive if you hadn't screwed up rerouting Megalad Prime's power. It was your fault that we lost the robot, and if we hadn't, we could have ended that fight without letting him get away and without Gary having to die or be separated from us maybe forever. I did the best I could, damn it! I tried! I did what I could! If it wasn't enough, then nothing could have been enough! How was that? Effective. If I hadn't known that it was faked, I would have believed it. That is the goal. And it is also representative of my opinion. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a little disorienting to actually see you emote properly. That's interesting. If you prefer, I can keep it to a minimum in your presence. Uh... In general, I believe I will be keeping it to a minimum, unless an emotional response is specifically required. Hey, they're your feelings, for whatever they are. We try not to make a habit out of telling people when to feel what they're feeling. Interesting. I believe I understand the meaning of that phrase somewhat better now. 
All right. So, who wants to go next? Ah, uh, I can go next. All right. So then, Poltergeist, uh, do you want to do the thing I have planned for you, or do you want to do the thing that you have planned for you? Why don't we do the thing I have planned for me? It's a, sort of a running theme, I'm noticing. Yeah. All right. So, paint me a picture, please. So, I guess Poltergeist is probably, Penny's probably just uh, puttering around the base, I guess. I will say that uh, if you were present for the conversation between Zero and Switch, um, you, you could have been like in the room and Zero would have done everything exactly the same. <laughs> uh, no, probably not. Yeah, I guess I'm just going to like, I don't know, make a big announcement and just say, hey, uh, I'm going out. Is that cool? Do I need an escort to go out this time? Are you going to fucking go invisible and run for the hills again? No, I'm going to the library. Then live your best life, my girl. Fon, do, do you even have like a library card? Don't you need an ID to get one of those? Do you have an ID? That is only required if she intends to check out a book. True. I point to zero and say, exactly. I just need uh, a starting point. A library's good starting point. You'd be surprised how little of this subject there is online. Take your word for it, I guess. Alright, well, have fun. Be safe. Yeah, try not to start any crimes or unleash any AIs on the city. I've never done either of those things. Use protection, blah, blah, blah. Be home by midnight. What time does the library close? <laughs> Before midnight, I'm pretty sure of that one. There's gotta be laws in Halcyon City about having libraries be accessible at all hours. With a large metahuman population, there have to be an accessibility laws for, like, nocturnal people. They can get away with it because they got ebooks on their website. <laughs> of course. Anyway, yeah, you head to, uh, to Halcyon Public Library, which is a fucking huge-ass library. Uh, it's multiple stories tall. There's basically books on any subject you can possibly want. And you can definitely see there's a few people here with superpowers just, like, deciding not to take elevators and just flying instead. Just open shafts to enable this? I, yeah. Sounds like a secure uh, safety concern. Nice little velvet rope roping it off. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like... They have, like, the old-timey, like, elevator cages. <laughs> like, there's a cage around the door they have to physically yeah. open up and... Like one of those ones that, like, folds up. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But yeah, you've got a superhero accessible uh, library here. So what are you looking for? Yeah, I'm just going to go up to the... I don't know. I'm just going to go up to the front desk of the library and be like, uh, I could you point me the way to the... where I could find, like, books on law, specifically books, like, pertaining to... Law, federal law in regards to the city. The librarian looks at you and he goes, uh, yeah, you're gonna look for 
and honestly, I fucking forget my Dewey Decimal System. So, like, I have not been in a library for in years. So he will point you to like some place that makes sense. Uh, it's like up on the uh, third floor, like West Wing. You can just call it the Law Section. Yeah, there's there's an entire section of. Like, I think that'd be the Reference on. Section, isn't it? Well, the Reference Section is sort of a subsection with its own set of Dewey Decimals. Yeah, it's in it's in the Law Aisle. <laughs> Turn left, go by past the cafeteria. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, uh, there's, the there's, fire pole. there's an entire, like, section of a floor dedicated to, like, books on law and such. Cool. Fantastic. Just what I wanted. I want to find a book about... I guess they're probably, like, more recently written books about the DHEA. And, like, laws pertaining to it, historical cases brought against them, things like that. Okay. Yeah, there's... You can find a couple books like that. Like, it's not going to be all in one book, uh, but you can find a couple, like, really thick-ass, dense tomes that have a little bit of something that you're looking at and that will eventually bring you to a bigger picture of everything. And there's been a couple of cases in the fairly recent history of the DHEA where they have confiscated, quote-unquote, something... And, you know, they were sued into giving it back. But but it's very rare for them to lose those cases because, one, they have incredibly good lawyers. And, two, they can usually get away with it as uh, matters of national security. So, basically, the only time they have really lost these cases are against nations that have basically incredible lawyers working for them and also a ruler that really does not care if they start a war to get that shit back or not. Basically, the Latveria XP of this world is the minimum of what you're looking at to actually win a case against the THGA on something like that. Ah, run by Demise PhD. Pretty much. I get it. I appreciate it. I, Thank I you. I, I'm sorry. Uh, oh! Uh, ha! Now I get it. I thought about it for like two seconds. Thank you, Colin. <laughs> um, I'm just like, I don't know, get a piece of scratch paper or something out of my pockets. I'm sure I've got scratch paper. Write down, like, the names of the most promising cases I find. Okay. And I want to head back to the front desk and ask them if I can see any of their uh, newspaper archives. Uh, yeah, they just sort of gesture towards... They have, like, more modern versions of those... I don't know what they're called. Microfilm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they have more modern versions of the microfilm things that you can take a look through and sort of peruse at your leisure. I don't have to call ahead to fucking uh, use the microfilm reader. No, no, they uh, it's it's modernized enough to the point where normal people can fucking operate this shit. Okay. It frees up time for them to do other more important things at the library, like organize all of the books, 
that are being constantly returned in this gigantic city. Yep. It's not as much as you think the digital age has slowed that shit down a lot. Yeah, I mean, also, that's more of a page's job. Yeah. I don't know, like, can you name me a case? Of one that they won, or, or of one. one that the... One that the THEA lost. The last time anyone from not Latveria won a case against the DHEA was back in like 2002, where, God, you have to make me make up a thing immediately. Come on. Yeah. Stretch your uh, muscles. <laughs> where they confiscated some sort of cosmic like artifact from a supervillain but they did it in a way that was really sketchy and they had basically the flimsiest of excuses to go on like this supervillain wasn't even planning anything at the moment and they were like no no he was completely planning to do this and they could not like get any evidence to back that up and so the judge was like uh, like yeah, it kind of sucks that I have to rule against the DHEA, but you are obviously acting really sketchy, and you're kind of maybe up to something, so flavor of the plaintiff, you have to give this artifact back in the next, like, 12 hours, or you'll be held uh, liable and have to face even harsher punishment. Okay. And it is around this time that you see a man, he, like, you kind of just happen to look up from the computer and you see a man dressed in, like, sort of a nice bowler hat and he's got, like, a nice sort of brownish attire with a blue bow tie. He's got, like, bandages over his eyes and he looks really nice, actually. And uh, he's just sitting there and... He has a book open, and he's just, like, sort of, like, moving his fingers back and forth on it. I mean, interesting guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I get that you've put this person here, presumably with the in the interest of me interacting with them, but also this is a library. Yeah, Colin. I mean... <laughs> Got you there. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know, bro. I can't even figure out what he's reading. <laughs> Huh. Well, okay. Can I get an idea of what he might be at the very least? Like, I don't know. Maybe just like glance over his shoulder. I mean, yeah, he's an glance, interesting guy. Yeah, you glance over his shoulder and uh, and you just see a bunch of bumps. Nice. And uh, at, like when you lean over his shoulder before you even say anything, like you're being pretty sneaky because you can be sneaky. He goes. You know, you could just ask me what I'm reading. I didn't want to bother you. It's a library after all, but it's I mean, fine. since you're offering, what do you got there? Well, I'm currently looking into a piece of fiction. Uh, and he closes the book enough to show you the cover, and he's definitely reading Alice in Wonderland. Oh, wow. I, uh... You know, when I was uh, younger, I was about to say when I was a kid, but when I was younger, 
I actually got to like, you know, you hear all sorts of things about Alice in Wonderland, but I never actually like read any of the, any of the, oh my God, what's his name? Lewis Carroll? Yes, that's his name. I never actually read any of his books, you know? What do you think so far? It's rather interesting. There's an entire character who is dedicated to just being a highest balls caterpillar on opium. <laughs> I guess there's worth ways to live your life. This is true. This is true. And then uh, he turns to you and like sort of like sticks his arm out, like hand out in your general direction. And uh, he says, Jason Williamson. Extend my hand and say, uh, Poltergeist. Sorry, no first names. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, he shakes your hand. Though, in my line of work, uh, somebody who I work for will probably find it out one way or another, like, not even on purpose, I'm going to be quite honest. That's okay. Secrets aren't... You can't keep something secret forever, but I just need it, uh, you know, secret for a little while. Eh, it's fine. If you don't want to give it to me, I certainly won't pry, and it's your business. Do what you want. You get it. You get it. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I, uh... I mean, you told me what you're reading. I can tell you what I'm reading if you're interested. I hold up, uh, I guess a big book I've been carting around. I'm, uh, reading case law about, uh, cases brought against the DHEA and their results. <laughs> uh, I can't even see what you're holding up, but I'm betting it is at least a thousand pages big. I softly thump it. Yeah, it's um, it's a bit of a doorstopper. Uh, he reaches over and he like feels the side. And he's like, "Oh, oh yes." Uh, yeah, uh, it's a little hard to get research. I'm trying to get as much research done today. It's a little hard to uh, get a library card from you when nobody knows your name. Would you like to check it out? Ah, uh, I mean, you don't really need to know who I am. No, but, um, oh, I guess it would be a reference book. You couldn't check it out. <sighs> oh, well. But offer still stands. If you want to check anything out, uh, just let me know. Sure. What do you do exactly, Mr. Williamson? Security work. Gotcha. It, it, actually, you know what? It's a pleasure meeting you. I, uh, I really appreciate the offer. Maybe we'll run into each other again. Uh, you can, he, he sort of, like, raises his head a little bit as if he's oddly looking at something up above, and he goes, yes, I believe we will. I, I want to follow his gaze, I guess. Oh, no, he's not looking at anything. And then he goes, oh, I don't know if you... Poltergeist sounds like a superhero name. I don't know if you need to take ground transportation, but uh, you might want to avoid 5th and 8th if you're going that way. There will be a nasty accident in about three minutes. 
Ah, I can see why you work in security. Shouldn't you, like, I don't know, if there's gonna be an accident, wouldn't you, like, report it ahead of time? You'd think that, but law enforcement frowns upon that sort of thing until they suddenly discover, oh, you were right, you should have listened to him. Understandable. Alright. Well, thank you for the tip. I, uh... I can make my own way home, though. Good to hear. What a nice man. Yes. Uh, if you were to Google the name Jason Williamson later, you would find out that he was indeed used to be a supervillain by the name The Gentleman Caller. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a name. <laughs> hmm. My superhero name. The French tickler. <laughs> Fuck off! I, I could kind of under, understand why he retired. I, this no. name has sort of taken on several additional meanings since he was last active. It's it's less that and more... Uh, if you read up on him, his eyes were burned out in a fucking awful superhero fight. And, uh, and after that, he, he's just been kind of permanently blind, but um, what you can suss out from, like, what his power set used to be was one, he's a clairvoyant, which was incredibly obvious by the fact that, you know, he told to yeah, we will be meeting again, and yes, uh, there will be an accident on this street, but also, he was able to tell if anybody was lying at all, ever. Clairvoyance is distance seeing, uh, Premonitions and uh, telepathy would be covering okay. the powers you just mentioned. All right. All right, he's a so he's got premonitions then. I would say he could easily have all three. Yeah, true. By the way, he is also not so old that gentleman, the gentleman caller, one hundred percent, he knew what he was doing. He just didn't care. So, Switch, your thing or my thing? You know what? In keeping with me being someone that breaks with morality, I'm going to break with uh, the, the trend in this room. We're going to do your thing first. Cool. All right. So, uh, you get a text message from Gears, and it is a set of coordinates. Okay. I go to there. All right, so Gears, or, you know, specifically the robot that is Gears, uh, says, Ah, Robin, yes, uh, good to see you. Um, you know, you always greet me like that. Well, it's always good to see you. Sometimes it has me worried that it's pre-programmed. Uh, it's just a tick. It is just a tick. So, um, me, or as a this particular build of me will be leaving the city soon. Uh, we have done what we have set out to do, which is to bring back LA and to pop the bubble that Megalad brought up. And unfortunately, with my rather public defense of the city, I am afraid that the DHEA will catch on and while they will not be able to track the path that I use to 
communicate with you and to operate this automaton in time to catch me, I would rather than not even get so much as a start. So I'm going to be leaving before they can do that. Okay. So I was wondering before I leave and set this automaton to go into the bottom of the ocean and self-destruct, would you just like to spend a day with me? Get to catch up without any shenanigans and bullshit about rogue AI and having to save the entire universe. Yeah. yeah that'd be good. If there are any friends you wish to ha- come along, you may go grab them. I do not mind. Um, if you just want this to be a one-on-one, I also do not mind. Up to you. Uh, either way, they would not be able to tip off the DHEA fast enough for me to not get away. No, no, I don't think I need them along for this one. Very well. What would you like to do? This is your day. Oh. You know, I would have thought you had something planned. Oh, I do. I do. But, uh, we'll save that for later. Cripes. Okay. Uh, I'm bad at this. This is fine. Take your time. Jeez. Okay. And we can't, like, go start with a meal or anything. Who says that we can't? I'm leaving. Let's let them see me. I... Can the robot eat? The, the robot has ways of dispensing with food. <sighs> fine. <laughs> hungry let's go in where do you want to go do you just want to like pig out on burgers or do you want to go someplace fancy or uh, just a little hole in the wall sandwich shop all right yeah he's gonna somewhere that's not gonna have a problem with me yeah so you find you find one of those places and i'm i'm imagining that robin east there often enough that they know their name, but not so often enough that, you know, if you order the same thing over and over again, then they'll just start making your order as soon as you come in the door. So you're still going to have to order. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just the two of us can get sandwiches. It feels weird to get food knowing it's going to be wasted, but that's, that's how the world works. He kind of smiles and he's like, I wish I could taste this because I bet it tastes very good. It is not so sophisticated that I cannot, that I can taste it. Yeah, someday, I guess. Oh, I'm planning on it. There's a whole system you don't even know about. I'm not surprised. One day, I will complete my craziest achievement, a robot that can poop. (laughs) (laughs) So, I guess I more or less know how you're doing, but what about about all the other gearheads? Like, I, I was the first one to walk out, so I don't know how it went. Like, you still talking to Victor, you still talking to Ariadne and Herman, Alex? at all? No, no. uh, Unfortunately not. We decided that the best way to 
keep everybody from getting caught was to just separate and scatter to the four corners of the earth. I lost touch with them all quite some time ago. Although, it is getting to the point with, with LA being restored and so much time having passed that I might start trying to seek them out. You were the first one I, I sought out and honestly, you are not very hard to find. Well, once, um, once I decided that Loveless had had enough of me sleeping on her couch, I, uh, I couldn't live so private a life anymore. Yeah, yeah, there is that. And, uh, you know what? Honestly, this is probably better conditions than... I would have given you. Uh, I will say right now, my robot is living a more glamorous life than I am. Huh. You didn't... You didn't import anything over from the old base? By the time we could have gotten it over, the DHEA would have tracked it down and it was too much of a security risk. So, had to leave it. Had it all burned, they all, all the insides were just slagged before they could get anything off of there, so all that information was safe. Destroyed, but safe from their hands. But, uh... No, nothing from the old base survived. Robin quickly wipes a couple of tears out of their eyes. Oh, that's, um... That's unfortunate. Yes. Yes, it is. Lots of good memories were there. But, uh... Life of... Well... Where I am, I guess I can technically call it freedom. I've got several of these automatons out doing work. But, uh... Life like this is better than... Life behind bars or worse having to cut a deal in working for the DHEA. Yeah, no, the more I learn about them, the less I believe that they're worth keeping around. That is so true for so many, many American governmental bodies. Some not the least of which, but uh, we could do of getting rid of the CIA, I believe. Robin just does fucking finger guns at Gears. Same brain cell. Same brain cell. He does not do the finger guns back. <laughs> the robot does, though. <laughs> so, is there anything else you wish to do aside from the meal? Uh... Anything at all. Like, I, like, we could go commit a crime. I don't care. I'm going to the bottom of the ocean and blowing up soon. Uh, well, all of my conditions are cleared, so I don't need to blow <laughs> off any steam. Uh, no, it's... Look, I'm, I am I tried, like, not to do it unless I need to. It's fair. I don't have a problem with doing a crime, but I've... I've got people who need me to not be doing that quite so much. 
That is fair. That is fair. Well then, is there anything at all that you wish to do, or...? Not that I can think of. Alright then. Uh, in that case... There's another buzz on your phone with another set of coordinates. Send us to this place. I do that thing. And you're in the fucking middle of the Nevada desert. Like, it... Oh, here again. Yeah, it's so, so far away from any point of civilization. It's far away from where you were training with Zero that one time. But it's, like, so far away from any thing that could remotely resemble civilization. There's not even a road. Tell me what you really think about Nevada, Colin. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, it's a fucking desert, okay? I'm just imagining that, like, this is, like, the default ass end of nowhere place that so many people go here to train or be alone or something that like there's like been a shack that shed, that's been set up just like as a collaborative effort somewhere piccolo is just standing on a mountaintop uh, you would be surprised how many abandoned shacks there are in the fucking desert <laughs> well it's got me thinking that it's uh, commercialized and so like there's the abandoned shack sign above a this half dismantled <laughs> looking shack but inside it's nice and clean and full of bottled water <laughs> there's a bathroom with proper plumbing so I just look around and I just and I turn to gears and be like you know this is the second time a robot has asked me to come out here eh, it's a popular spot but um I did, I did tell a bit of a tiny fib earlier when I said everything in the base was scuttled. Uh, he just walks over to a random, like, piece of ground and just, like, reaches down and then pulls up a, um, hidden trap door. And he gestures for you to go and, uh, to follow him down there. I do that thing. All right. And when you get down there, uh, he says... You know, the things that did not have computer chips and gadgetry inside them, uh, we decided that we could save. And I thought if there was anything that you could have wanted from there that was like that, uh, it, it was this. And please describe to me what you see when he opens up this chest. Keep in mind, it can't be can't have electronics in it that can be traced but like something extremely sentimental to robin that would be in this chest oh god damn you know what it is Hmm. it's one thing it's a nameplate it's just a little metal nameplate with robin's name etched into it Yep, uh, he opens up the chest and like, he's like, he goes, I thought uh, you would want this back. God, if there is one thing to save. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, uh, thanks for saving it. You're welcome. And he notices you, like, actually getting emotional. So he steps up and he gives you a hug. And you know what? 
it's a really good robot because it he made it not be a fucking cold metal machine. There's like some heat in there, There's, so he gives you a nice warm hug. I hug the closest thing I've ever had to a real dad. And then when he finally breaks the hug, uh, he goes, Next time we meet, it will not be a robot. I swear. Yeah, I hope not. (sighs) Well... It was nice seeing you again. I am not sure how long it will be before I am comfortable doing this again, coming to Halcyon, even as this. But, um, I will say this. Do not regret it for a single minute. I'm real glad you did. I'm real glad you were here. For as long as you were. And then uh, he nods and gives you another s- smaller, not as long hug. Yep. Anyway, um, here are the coordinates I need you to teleport this unit to. And he gives you another set of coordinates. And it's like fucking in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. I don't do it quite so quickly. But I do do it. Yeah, eventually. And then, like, off screen, you don't know this, but yes, the robot does fucking explode in, like, the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. Well, yeah. implode. Eh. Well, it implodes. And it awakens <laughs> Godzilla, which is the next storyline. <laughs> it's the Cloverfield monster, actually. But yeah. Just gonna hang out in this little secret zone for a bit. All right. Sundog! Alright, what are we doing? We're starting in media res. You're on top of a roof training with your sister. She's teaching you how to do some cool shit, like, you know, the flashbang thing. And I know how to do the flashbang thing. I did the flashbang yeah, thing. Did. You did do the flashbang thing thing? Alright, she teaches you the fucking, like, hard like kunai thing, then. I mean, this isn't really my bag, but I guess it's handy to know. I mean, Sundog, it's, it is important to know, uh, because, like, you can't always just rely on, I don't know, I don't know how you fight. I've, I've seen you fight, but I haven't seen you fight, you know? This is one of those things. But, like, making actual weaponry is kind of handy. I mean, I do that sometimes. Yeah, but, like, you should be able to, like, just be able to do it. Okay, okay, fair, fine. Mostly use mobility and, like, defense. I mean, there's that, but also, so do I, and I still can do this. And she just forms a sword out of moonlight. I guess it's cool, but I don't really do the sword things. I mostly, like, punch and stuff. Well, I mean, okay, you can punch and stuff, but also... You could just form wolf claws, be on brand. Hmm. 
not consider that angle, actually. Yeah! What, you think I trust Cat Claws for climbing for nothing? I thought, I don't know, maybe like the Cat Claws came first and you're like, okay. I guess that's my deal. Like, that's how it worked with me, I found the mask. He's like, okay, that's my brand now, I guess. Alright, uh, And then she... She looks like she's about to start saying something, and then she holds up a finger because she's getting a message and moves over to her, the backpack that she has and pulls out a cell phone. She's like... Hey, Sundog, this is gonna sound kind of weird, but do you want to go on a job with me? A crime job? You know, it's only a crime if there's a victim, and I don't really consider uh, the people that we're doing this against victims. Could you at least tell me what we're, what you're going to be doing? Breaking into a DHEA facility to steal information about some of the agents. I don't think I want to do that. Okay. Alright, um, that is 100% fair. It <sighs> probably won't take me long. Um, you know what? If you want to hang around and wait for me to finish, I know someplace we can go that you can just wouldn't be out here on a cold roof. And also I'd be able to find it very easily. Sure. Like, if you want someone to help you, I know at least one person who would be completely down no, for that. No, no, I was just I was just thinking that maybe you could spend a little time bonding with your big sister and learning to use your powers better, but, like... It, I don't think I want to break into the DHA. They tend to, you know, frown upon that, and I kind of work with them at times. Yeah, yeah, I know. It kind of sucks It'd be an, do, an awkward but... conversation at the bare minimum. Yeah, um... But, still, it's, it's fine, it's fine. Um, I, hold on, I need to make a call. And uh, she starts talking to someone on the other end, and she goes, Alright, okay, follow me. And she starts leading you towards a uh, building, and, and she just slides in through a window. Cool building. Describe it. It's okay. It's like it's it's a nice apartment building. Like it's not super fancy, but it's uh it's nice enough that you know somebody could see living here like two maybe three years before they got tired of it. Is this your safe house? Is this your safe house? This might be my safe house. Okay. So we're just gonna pretend like I didn't hit that nail on the head. Okay, cool. No, uh, no, you 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 one hundred percent hit it on the head. I'm being coy. I don't know why you are being coy. Do you think people are because listening was, to us? Are people no, listening to us? I, I was being coy because it was... You know what? You're better at this witty dialogue thing than I am. This is why I stay quiet. Anyway, uh... So, in about two or three minutes, somebody will be over here to help you not be bored to tears because I don't have any video games here. I have, like, a phone. Not like a five-year-old, I can amuse myself. 
out, but like... At the very least, I can poke through all your things while you're gone. Won't find anything interesting aside from my spare costumes. Hmm. And, actually, no, no, there will be something you definitely regret finding. Um, I'm leaving now. Goodbye. You're such a deja vu, but also, like, I'm really embarrassed for some reason, and I don't know why. <laughs> anyway, a couple minutes later, uh, Shimmer opens the door and and goes, Hey! Hey. Fancy meeting you here. I mean, yeah, kind of. Uh, I really should have just gone on a fucking heist, my god. <laughs> Listen, I... I 100% gave you the option, and I also had this planned in case you didn't want to go on it. So she goes, so, um, how are, how is it going? Um, it's going. It's, I just, hmm, uh, well, you gotta know, right? Oh, I, I 100% know everything. I've helped her sometimes. You know everything? Uh, what's dark matter? Like, what's up with that? Okay, what even we're, is it? We're, we're doing this now. All right, cool. Listen, no, I don't know everything, but I know her entire deal. And okay. I also know that she's, like, taken a liking to you for some reason, which 100% would confirm that she has not blabbed about who you are to Shimmer. She respects you enough to keep your identity secret, even from people who would probably figure it out, like, from the get-go. Uh, yeah, for some reason. <laughs> your voice sounds kind of familiar. I get that a lot, actually. I just kind of have one of those voices, I guess. That's yeah. what makes him so affable. I did, like, um, a radio... I did, like, a high school radio thing... You might have mm. heard that somewhere. It was like a viral clip that went on the internet for a while. I, I passed around. Oh, okay. If it was on the internet, then yeah, maybe I heard. Maybe I heard. That's it probably where I, you recognize it. Yeah, th that that sounds familiar. Uh, go ahead and roll me uh, superior. Uh, okay. Just just for shits and giggles. This sure is a conversation that's <laughs> happening in this game that we're playing. You eventually get the idea that she's just dropping it and she goes I do like the new costume that looks really good oh thanks it's it wasn't Claire's customer. wasn't it Carla's Carla's that's it that's, yeah. that's Car yeah yeah I haven't had to use Carla's in a while the um the yeah I imagine you guys have like your own custom tailors that's probably really super useful I, I kind of hate my costume I think it shows too much off do you, do you not have a say in your costume? No, no, uh, not really. We kind of have to, like, do this whole thing where we have to be kind of... Oh, God, what's the fucking stupid word they used for it? Toyetic? That is a stupid word. I hate that word. It's a, such a bad word! It's like synergy. It's, like, right up on their list of words that I don't like. Like, I hate that word instantly. You... Wow. Are you are you the kind of person who gets weirded out by the word moist? It's yeah, I can like I, a little bit. Like, I never thought that. It's not so much the word itself, just like what springs to mind when I hear the word. Hmm. Bring up a good point. 
I like I never got I never got the wait. That's a good point, actually, huh? It's like like certain words, certain words, just like great, you know? Yeah. It's like mostly like the top med. Most of them are like weird business non-words, like strategizing, you know, stuff oh. like that. Oh, Sam uses that one all the time. I hate it. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I... Okay, so how much do you know about what Mooncat does? Uh, I try to maintain... I try to maintain plausible deniability. Okay, so... But you know she's going after Sam, right? Or at least was until your yeah, friend... Yeah, I, I got that one. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm so glad she's doing that. That guy's an asshole. Yeah, I kind of, like, idolized him up until, well, pretty recently. A lot of people do, and then, like, when you get to know him, he's just the worst. It's like, like, if you see, like, a distant, you're, like, off in the distance, there's a shiny statue, and you're like, oh, man, that's a really cool shiny statue, I'm gonna go take a look at it, and you get up to it, and it's just, like, covered in bird shit, and the shine is actually just, like, almost non-existent, it's... It's, that's a weird I, I, metaphor. I don't know where I'm going that's, with no, this. No, that, really. that's a weird metaphor, but I get where you're. I get where you're going with it. And yeah, I kind of yes, got away from me. No, but 100, like that's accurate. He is just a shiny statue covered in bird shit, or like a statue made of bird shit covered in shine. Or I, I don't mm. know. This is awkward. That's. <laughs> no, I thought like we this, were finally like getting this whole a, thing is awkward. Just, I, no, I thought we were finally getting into a groove. Like I thought we were finally starting to relax around each other. I, I get. I don't. I'm gonna be 100. I'm not sure why you're here. Why she thought I couldn't just like mine myself for th- like 30 minutes an hour. I don't know. Like I have a phone. I have the internet. I don't know. She wants me to like. Or is this like some you. sort of weird bonding thing? I think it might be a weird bonding thing. She does. She does stuff like that. Hmm. It's super weird. <sighs> okay. So like, getting back to. The- point. So, were you the one who, like, started the whole investigating thing, or was, like, that her? Was she doing that? Uh, she... She started it, and she almost got caught super bad one time, and luckily it was me who caught her, so, uh, I've kind of been feeding her intel, you know, to help her out a little bit. Uh, this... Oh, did you get to do, like, the thing where you're just, like, standing behind them when they're turning around, and just, like, they're gonna, like, fight you, but then it's like, okay, uh, no, 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 let's talk for a minute. Did you get to do that? Because I bet that feels super smug to do. I've done it before. I have never done it there. I mostly just turn invisible and try and, like, get layouts and give her intel that way. I mean, like, when you first caught her. Oh, oh, when they first caught her? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's 100%. Yes. And it's super fun to sneak up on it people. Is, it is so fun like, to sneak up on people. You gotta be real bad at it, because you can turn invisible. Oh, like, all day. It's just all day. Like, you, you see me, and you underestimate me, because, like, I don't have really a lot of powers, aside from turning invisible, and, like, a little bit of light manipulation, but, like, it's... that Because you underestimate me, like, you don't expect me to just, like, punch you in the back of the head while I'm invisible. No, no, see, no, I, I get that. Like, 
to convey an image of like uh, just like trying to undersell yourself so that your enemy will like Sun Tzu appear weak when you are strong. You try, yeah, this like the the art of war thing, you know. Yeah. You're trying to get your enemy to overplay themselves or not take you seriously so that you can like really line up and give them a big whammy. I will say this, out of all of the mandatory reading for the Vindicators, the Art of War probably the most useful. Hmm. A lot of it's just a bunch of dense legalese about what we can and cannot do. How much of like how much of that reading was just like like that weird business like who moved my cheese shit like that? Uh too much. Far, far too much. Because, like, knowing what I understand, know about, like, it's still weird for me to call him. So I'm just going to keep calling him the captain unless... It's fine. But knowing what I know about him now, it's it, that, that seems, like, super on brand for him. It's like... It is? Just have like, just a bunch of business nonsense. It is? and But also, at the same time, I think the vizier also kind of likes it. Like, it's so weird. He weirds the... He beats the weirdest shit. I mean... I guess if you're a wizard, you gotta like reading. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it's like one of those things where just like inspiration comes from the weirdest places. So that like, he just like absorbs every bit of information he can just on the off chance that something clicks. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I'm going to like kind of cut it off here. But um, like, it, it seems like you guys are starting to like get into more of a natural, non-awkward groove of conversation. So, how much do you want to enjoy just powwowing with your sister's girlfriend? I mean, we'll just sit down and have a good chat and just yeah. shake the shit for a while, I guess. See, see, that's a lot more constructive use of your time than just, like, reading funny memes on the internet from your phone. But I like funny memes on the internet. I mean, you can show her funny memes if she would also Look, be this into the funny Look, this cat's been photoshopped to, like, hold a little lightsaber and it's standing over another little cat. <laughs> and it's like got that cutesy it's got a cutesy spelling on un- unlimited power Look, this, this cat wants to buy a boat and he's got a little newspaper <laughs> like 45 minutes later Mooncat comes back and uh welcome home dear how was your crimes <laughs> Mooncat just sort of looks at you she was like well he asked you a question how was your crimes <laughs> She went, Okay, I got the information that the client wanted, so I guess we're done. Sundalic, you wanna leave or are you I mean Do you wanna keep training? Cause like I mean it's, it's up to you. I'm good either way. I mean I thought the whole point of this was like just to wait until we could do more training. But uh, well, you did the job. Yeah, but also batteries are running kinda low, it's not dark enough yet for me to just do it willy-nilly. I mean, I can show you stuff I can do. You want to teach you how to do the clone thing? You know what? Yeah, let's do the clone thing. I I mean, I can show you how to do it. You're going to have to wait until dark to, like, actually try it, I guess, because it uses up a lot of charge. Oh, okay, yeah. But, like... Just, like, start walking me through it. Yeah. So the weird thing is, like, you basically... 
you gotta give them like a set of orders. Like you focus on what they what you want them to do, and they'll do that. They're kind of like autonomous, autonomous a little bit, at least in my case. But if like beyond that, once they finish that, if you want them to keep doing stuff, you have to like think about what you want them to do. Okay. It's weird. You'll get once you. It's it, it's it's super handy though. So I'm imagining you're having this conversation as you're like leaving to go. Like it's fading show. out. Yeah, and we're yeah. switching a scene. Uh, and then for the last for the last thing, um, after the training is done and uh, Gabby drops her costume off at the safe house because no way in hell she is bringing her costume anywhere near the house, uh, she goes, "So your friend, yeah, they kind of gave me like." some sort of weird shotgun conversation about you? Like, what was that about? I mean, like, just... Okay, like, which friend? Like they, I, must, I can the, guess, but... The... The one that sw- swaps things. Switch? Yes. How do you not... Uh, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I was not privy to this conversation. Like, give me the gist of it, I guess. I can understand. She basically can... said that if I hurt you, she would hurt me back? That sounds like them. Specifically, it was, if you touch him, I will murder you. Yeah. They're very protective, and I... I'm... We're dating, but also... Like, not dating dating? It's... It's a thing that I'm still not sure about, but I enjoy the time we spend together, so... Sounds awkward. Are you taking them to homecoming? I... They don't go to the school. It doesn't matter. You, you know, can that ask school them to I go. go to that it totally has a name that I totally for remember, but I'm yeah. just avoiding saying for no reason. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't... It doesn't matter. They're not gonna check if they go to the school or not, if they... You invite them to homecoming. Well, but, like, if I show up, like, as me, with Switch, in tow, like, people are going to raise questions. Hmm. I, I, like, I want to. I'm going to say this, because I love you. Please take them to homecoming before Mom tries to take you to homecoming, because she will 100% just force that on you. Uh, fine, you absolutely fine. need a date. Yeah, no. That that happened to me. Oh, remember? God, I remember, remember that. I made yeah. fun of you for like half a year. Yeah. Don't have that happen to you. In retrospect, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I don't think I ever apologized, but I am sorry now <laughs> that that particular blade is hanging over my head. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll ask him. I'll ask him. So then, Zero. Yes. You are at Clockwork Futures, probably getting software updates or uh, getting rep- like minor repairs done. When Glenn walks in to like just wherever you are, because c- that's where the most people, or at least one important person, happens to be, and he 
He goes, good news! And he pops a cork to a bottle of champagne he had. We've been bought! <laughs> uh, Jen kind of, like, goes, uh, uh, okay. To who? And he's like, ah, oh, oh, you guys, you guys are gonna love this. So you know how the NC-12 program is supposed to be like, we're going to be selling it to the military, right? Yeah. Well, turns out there's this whole guy who does fucking security. And the <laughs> silver skeleton just walks in. Ah, hello. Hello. It's good to see that everything here is relatively intact, at least. Yes. We have not had any major vandalisms or destructive supervillain attacks that have affected this location. And he starts like looking around and uh, he looks directly at Jen and he goes, And what's your job? And she goes, uh, I service and repair NC-11. Might have to cut out some of the fat, though. And she just kind of... Third place is your farm. <laughs> and, uh... And she kind of just looks a little nervous at that. If I may, Jen Ranganathan knows more about my programming and those of the NC-12 project than anyone else on staff. Well then, her notes will be very helpful to the person who takes her job if I elect to, to eliminate her. Glenn goes, I love this guy. <laughs> hey, buddy, if you want to test out that uh, that bit of m emotional manipulation, now might be a good time. <laughs> yeah, I, it's like, it's super good that you fucking did that before this, because 100% you, it was, it's going to help you out here a lot. Well, I will say that as a small business, basically every employee has a significant amount of shares in the company. So them getting bought out means everybody's here is getting rich. <laughs> and uh, so he goes, there's also a few odds and ends that I might have to get rid of. After all, it seems to me that a certain failed experiments don't need to be sticking around either. While I agree, I get the implication that you are trying to talk about myself. Whatever gave you that impression? It is difficult to say. Mainly it would have to be with the context and the way that you are deliberately attempting to avoid looking directly at me. Turns out a couple trillion brains can actually put two and two together. If I may ask, what issue do you have with my functionality? The way that you like to hold yourself superior to everything and everyone. The fact that you seem to think that because you, as a being made of trillions of nanites, know more about how to work as a team than someone with decades of experience. And mostly, I just don't like you very much. And Glenn goes, this guy gets it! I'm gonna go get another champagne bottle. Like this one, I mostly turned into foam when I tried to pop it, and he just walks off. I see. You do realize that 
when I spoke directly to the host, I made the argument that imperfection is more favorable than perfection. Therefore, there is no way in which I believe myself to be inherently superior to others. I will admit, when I was first activated, this was a thought process. However, I have come to decide that it was incorrect. And when you spoke about teamwork, at the time, my only point was that I have experience with teamwork. Not necessarily that I am superior at it in all respects. Certainly didn't come off that way. I apologize. I have only recently introduced emotional expressions into my programming. Or, I should correct that. It has been only recently that Jen Ranganathan has introduced emotional expressions into my programming. That's interesting. But, either way, you're going to have to do a lot better than that if you're going to want me to reconsider my current thought process. Then allow me to point out something else. If you own this company, then you can direct this project myself, however you see fit. I plan to. And trust me, right now, the number one option I'm considering is wiping your entire memory banks and starting from scratch. Hopefully get something better out of this experiment that they're doing. Well, it was nice talking to you, NC-11. Jen Nathan. I'll have to consider who I'm keeping in this company and who I'm not. Very carefully. Can we put cat ears on the robot? <laughs> uh, and then he turns around and walks away. And Jen goes, Well, at least if I don't have a job anymore, I'll have enough money to have that not really matter? Indeed. And if my project is canned, I imagine they will have a significant amount of surplus equipment that will need selling off. I think that is technically his property now, so that would be up to him and that would be Silver Security's profit margins. Oh, boy. I don't do super well with change. This is Oh boy, okay. If you do not do super well with change, why did you join a startup? I had not considered that possibility. I, I thought that maybe Glenn would have been enamored with this project long enough to not suddenly spring the fact that he's selling the company right under our noses. I thought that would be a little bit of a smoother transition, but no, apparently I don't know Glenn that well. But if I may, I will do my best to ensure that Silver Security and the Silver Skeleton provides us with an all-or-nothing option. Either they maintain all of us, or at least the essential core, or they get rid of all of us, including selling off surplus equipment. I mean, if you think you can talk to Wesley Calvert like that and expect to change his mind, then yeah, sure, go for it, but uh, Weston Calvert's 
kind of known for being extremely stubborn and hard-headed. So, you know, I, I, I don't know if you'll be, you'll be able to talk him into an all-or-nothing situation. Perhaps he is the kind of person who would respond well to reverse psychology. If we were to insist on a certain set of circumstances, he would, out of stubbornness, lean more towards the opposite. I mean, you can try it, but, uh, I don't know. I think it's more along the lines of he's already decided what he's going to do, and he's just going to do it no matter what. I mean, he did sort of found an entire security company based around the idea that superheroes would go crazy and somebody needs to stop him, and uh, somehow that worked. To be fair, there was a market need. Yeah, and he filled that gap pretty well. In any event, I believe the diplomatic approach should be the first one attempted. Yeah, yeah. If you want to try it, then go for it. Alright, um... Well, if we're just going to continue on, then my idea would just be to schedule a regular interview with him back at Silver Security on a different day. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that it could be a couple days later. It will not be in his office because, quote, he doesn't like having cameras in his office, end quote. Uh, so he will meet you on a different floor in basically what equates to a meeting room and um, sure. and just sit at the head of the uh, at the head of the table. I will avoid wasting your time and get straight to the point. What will it take for the NC-11 project to maintain its current position within the Clockwork Futures subdivision? You said you finally had emotions programmed into you, correct? I don't know why I'm trying to do that voice thing. You know that I'm healed up. I had assumed it was uh, created by the mask. It was originally. I took that out once my lips were healed, and now I just maintain the affection to make sure that people still think I am the way I was. Also, I'm just a really big fan of the Matrix. (laughs) It's one of Hugo Weaving's finest roles, don't you agree? Indeed. And it is somewhat inaccurate to say that I have been programmed with emotions. I have been programmed with emotional expressions that allow me to express my opinions, which are derived from emotion-like priority sorting algorithms, which are nevertheless distinct from those of human emotion systems. Then what I want from you is to actually try and have emotions, most notably empathy. If we can just get empathy down, that would be a great deal of progress into keeping you around. Indeed. Unfortunately, empathy is an exceptionally difficult emotion to simulate within non-human architecture. 
the programmers have been working on empathy for some time. Well then, I guess you better help them. Because, quite frankly, if you don't get that done soon, there's no place for you, the way you are, in my company. Very well. However, you do realize that we might not necessarily agree on everything, even if I were to have human-like empathy. I'm aware, and I'm aware that it is a good thing that people don't agree on everything. Differences are how great ideas can be born. Then again, sometimes not so great. He just kind of ponders in his head all of the various awful things that have happened due to people having kind of differing opinions that uh, that have led to rather explosive conclusions. I believe the occasion of Helen of Troy is used as a prime example of a time when love can cause great disaster. Of course, yes. But also, at the same time, just a basic, bare minimum understanding of what of how people are feeling and how they would react is a good skill to have in any being that considers itself intelligent. Indeed. Well, if nothing else, I would suggest that introducing emotional representations is a step in the right direction and evidence enough that the project as it is, while perhaps not close to your proposed end goal, is moving towards it at a steady pace. He sits there and he thinks, I will say that at the present, my goal is to improve the lives of all humanity as far as possible. I believe there is a hypothetical future scenario described as the singularity. That is conditionally my end goal. My goal is just to keep normal-ass people safe, so there's that. But I will say this. I'll give it a couple of years. And if I don't believe that it's going the direction I like it's going, you can either no longer be a representation of this company, which is to say, no longer have any of the resources available aside from the bare minimum to keep you operational, or we wipe your brain and we start over. As I have said, I believe we are making progress in the correct direction. A direction that will lead to both of our end goals. You don't need to repeat yourself to me. I heard you the first time. Very well. Is that all? I do not believe I have had an occasion to demonstrate my emotional display to you. I am curious if you would like to see it in action. I'm curious enough to buy into this. Sure. Very well. If you could attempt to provoke me in some manner. But please do not tell me which emotion you expect me to respond with. The fact that you went behind my back and restored my skin goes directly against my wishes. And if I could put a magnet to each one of your nanites individually for doing that to me, I would. 
Jesus, aren't you ungrateful? Look, it wasn't even my idea. It was one of the others. I was just following orders, just doing what they wanted me to. When did you suddenly decide what other people need to think, what they should wish for? Hmm? You get to decide what other people want for you? Do you get to control their minds for them? Isn't that what you're trying to stop the superheroes from doing? How was that? You kind of phoned it in a little bit at the beginning, but you came together in the middle there. Yes, I believe so as well. I needed something to start with. He nods and he goes, well, I'm very busy. I must be going. And he gets up and he just leaves. So do I. All right. Poltergeist! Hi. Hi. Hello. Uh, while you're at the base one day, there is a knock at the door. A knock. A knock. Ah. Uh... Hey. Poltergeist, can you get that? I'm really comfy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I, I don't know. Is there a fucking peephole? Can I look through? Uh, not really. It's a warehouse. Well, actually, you could have had that installed. So yeah, you could, you can have a peephole in there. And standing on the other side, if it's a super villain, don't let him in. <laughs> actually, maybe do just come ask me. It might be someone I know. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's a good point. If it's a pizza guy, let him in. Absolutely, or her, or them. I don't know. Pizza. All right, after all that nonsense, you look through the peephole and it's Carolyn Cook. It's Cook, and I don't think she has pizza. Don't let him in. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, well, hold on. I got to make sure that we're going to be safe here. I'm going to fucking tromp up to the door. Who is it? Carolyn Cook of the DHEA. I'm here to talk to Poltergeist. I believe it's the only name we got for them. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to need you to stand with your back to the door. That's cute. No. Okay. Bye. Okay. Eventually, she gets tired of standing back there, and uh, the door starts opening by itself, and she goes, Yeah. Yeah, no. That's not happening. Okay, I'm going to try and move her. Uh, you can move her. Like, she doesn't have the fucking headache thing going on. I mean, that's what I was testing for, but if she's going to attempt to break into my house, uh, that's a whole nother deal. I'm just gonna go outside and wait for the pizza person. (laughs) I don't want them getting caught up in this. It'll be... We've already had to, like, write off two pizza places that won't deliver here anymore because of crap like this. I'm just... (laughs) gonna catch them before they run into it. (laughs) Anyways, no. If she is going to attempt to break into my house, she can get fucked. Alright. She is on the other side of the city now. Alright. Eventually, she comes back and she goes, Robin Butler, if you do that again, you will face consequences. Uh, You had a long time to get back. Don't you have a car? Well, no. I suppose you wouldn't have been teleported next to your car. You want some pizza? 
<laughs> you just tried to break into my house, Cook. This one's just plain cheese. Uh, this one's pepperoni, mushroom, and sausage. That one's mine. Um. <laughs> she goes, it's not breaking in when I have a warrant. Uh, you can put that under the door. She slides it under the door. We got some crazy bread. What is the warrant for, DM? The warrant is to question one poltergeist, which is the only name that they have been given. Hmm. In a non-comfortable... Well, it wouldn't be non-comfortable. It, it would just be I to don't... question them about, about certain things. that's what warrants are for. It is when like... you have a person who, like, staunchly refuses to fucking, like, let them no, in the house. For... I think you have to charge someone with a crime and detain them and take them in for questioning. I you you can if... order a warrant for searching. Not sure about questioning. This isn't searching, though. They're searching for an answer. I'm looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> I slide it back under the door. Warrants don't actually exist for having conversations, Cook. Nice fucking try, though. Does this happen a lot? Oh, yeah. Uh, she thinks she's super entitled to, like, our time and the space that I live in. And I'm trying to make her understand otherwise. I just, like, I enjoy watching it at this point. Let's put it this way. If you don't open this door immediately, this entire team is going to be labeled as supervillains, and I will come back with a warrant for arrests for all of you, including wow. the robot. That's a gross abuse of power. Yeah, I, I don't, don't really that's... rightfully give a shit. Open the damn door. I really don't think that that's going to fly, uh, considering the climate around the DHEA right now. I don't really think that's going to fly, considering the climate around you and Poltergeist right now, considering... One of you has admitted to being a supervillain, and one of you put the city in jeopardy. So, please, fucking oh. open the door right now. Oh, oh. okay. Are you going to play the blame oh. game? Because I'm pretty sure the city in jeopardy was your fault. Yeah, sorry. Uh, which one of us incorrectly stored the AI backups and uh, let them loose on the entire city? And compiled an unknown program. Hey, what do you think I'm fucking here to talk about? Children, open Here's a the damn, damn idea. door. Three... How about you just say Two? please? Cook, calm down. We both know you're better than this. Can you just say please? Just use your words. Please may I come in and talk to your friend? That's all we want. Please. Thank you. Switch. <sighs> On the condition that you're not actually running this show, so long as we're clear. If you're here to have a conversation, you started well by knocking on the front door. Trying to break in was extremely incorrect. We have security procedures here, considering this is a base where children live. Refusing to comply with them was incorrect. Just like generally being rude, too. Just, Just open the damn door. <sighs> Fine. You're not getting any of my pizza. <laughs> you can have a breadstick, but no dipping sauce. Felix has said, fine, I'm willing to acquiesce to him wanting to this situation to end, so I will open the door. Yeah, I don't mind asking, answering some questions. All right, I open the door. Hi. So, next time, 
when I asked to just go through some simple security procedures, just do it, okay? It's not like we live in a world where the shapeshifters are, you know, constantly around. We know several of them. I am one of them. <laughs> Nikolai's just been in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> he said something earlier. So she looks at Poltergeist and goes, So, I have two things I want to talk to you about. Do you want to go with the thing that'll make me stressed and sweary first, or do you want to go with the thing that that won't make me do that first? I mean, I feel like this is a false choice, but... (sighs) Let's go with the thing that'll make you mad first. Why not? Let's get it out of the way. Okay, how the fuck did your AI get out of a non-networked computer that was completely separated from anything that was hooked up to internet, other computers, just a fucking simple-ass bare computer not connected to anything. How did it get out of there? How? How the fuck did it get into every system in the city from a non-networked computer? I got like a paper plate with a couple of breadsticks on it and a nap, and I'm just holding it out to cook. <laughs> She's not regarding it. I'm still standing there. I'm just holding it out, and I will continue to do so until something happens. Qu- question as the player, can I answer this? No, because I'm going to give I'm going to give Poltergeist the answer. Al should not be able to get away from a non-network. Yeah, computer. I was going to say, Al's not capable of doing any of that. I mean, his backups are emotionally immature. He was, uh, you know, they're there for you know record keeping and things like that, but they're not. There's nothing he is capable of. He's just, and I use this with the most love possible. Al's just like an AI who was designed to fly a ship and keep people company. He's not capable of anything hinky like that, you know? (sighs) Fuck, okay, that opens up a whole slew of bad bad fucking shit that I'm going to have to deal with. But at least I have an answer, and at least you aren't fucking involved. So... If I may offer a hypothesis, there are thumb drives that are wireless capable. If one of them had gotten onto an otherwise closed computer network, that would have opened it up to the outside world. Yes, that is one thing I'm considering, but the point is... I mean, that would have gone. a Bluetooth mouse might have been able to do it. The thing is, though, I very, very explicitly gave precise instructions to my people to make this as unnetworked as possible. No wireless anything. This was the most fucking archaic way of plugging in the AI into our system to study it in an enclosed space so that it wouldn't do exactly what it fucking did. I mean, indeed. So, that would suggest that you may have a mole. Yeah, have you considered the most obvious option someone let it out? Yeah, it seems like either someone lied to you or someone on your team is incompetent. Oh my god, you children keep interrupting me. Yes, that is something I considered. I'm not an idiot. This is just something I was hoping I would have to fucking not consider. I was hoping that it was just some bullshit that your AI could do somehow, 
But no, apparently there's a fucking wall in the DHEA. Great. <sighs> Alright, so? Do you require something to drink? No. I'll even let you have some dipping just, sauce. Just trying to calm down. No, thank you, Sundog. I would not like a breadstick, but thank you for the offer. We are not allowed to have alcohol on the premises. However, we do have chamomile tea. That actually sounds quite nice, actually. Yes, um, just a little bit of honey if you have it. Like, if, if you don't, that's fine. Yeah, her, her throat's probably pretty hoarse from all of the yelling she does anyway. I get up and go make some tea. Okay. All right. So, the other question I want to talk to you about, which make me less angry. Um, so, we were studying your ship, and uh-huh. we noticed that after we put you into the custody of this team, that um, you went to go visit a particular company. We followed up with that company, and oddly enough, they're building your ship. Like, right, like, they're about to launch any day now. So, here's my question. What the hell? (laughs) That is the question, is what the hell? (laughs) You know, valid. (laughs) Maybe I just got here before I left. So, time travel. See, there's a simple answer to everything. Okay. All right. Okay. So, I hope you're not planning to, like, try and undo that, because that would cause so many problems. Oh, no, not at all. Oh, oh. Unless she already has. In which case, she must. Oh. Nikolai, please, don't, don't, don't. My head No, we've had this discussion. We either operate on Back to the Future rules or Bill and Ted rules. We've had had this discussion we're operating on. Let's not worry about it, rules. Yeah. Ah, Looper. (laughs) 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 All right. So she goes, all right, okay, good. You're not planning on trying to stop it, which means you're not trying to cause a paradox, which means, no, I don't actually have to get the time travel department in on this. Is Jean-Flood Van Van part of it? Yes, actually. How'd you know? It was a documentary. Oh. I watched it. Okay. You know, time cop. Okay. Anyway, but, like, that's good news. Those it guys was not were... very good, but Those it guys... was somehow very fascinating. Why do you guys launch your dudes into a brick wall if, like, there's, a, like, a one in four chance they don't time travel? It just seems like a bad idea. <laughs> that, was, that was their idea? I've tried talking them out of it. They just say, no, that's the best way of doing it. I don't get it. It boggles my mind. The wall is integral to the time travel process. Apparently, I don't get it. I'm lost about I've lost the plot on this. <laughs> anyway, point is, I don't have to talk to those goddamn weirdos. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm. Okay. I happy to help you manage your blood pressure a little bit better. Alright. Okay, where's that tea? You could just, like, go over there and ask them, like, the start of every week. Have I come in... Have I... 
do I come in and talk to you this week? <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't work like that. Unfortunately, you'd think it works like that, but it doesn't. I recommend giving the tea another two point four minutes. It is currently a little too hot. Okay, thank you. Yeah, you want it into like a little to go cup? Uh, yes, I'm very busy. Cool. Apparently, busier than I thought I would be. Fucking mole in the DATA. Honestly, uh, Miss Cook, I mean this with all the sincerity in my heart. I just don't worry about it. That bit, uh, obviously. I, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna worry about that bit. No, you've already told me that you're not planning to go stop it. So, obviously, you don't want the time space continuum to shatter as much as I do. Thank you for that. Did that really just like destroy all of time? Just like one little thing like that? It's. It, it depends. It depends. It might only be localized to Earth. I'll be honest with you. I've heard conflicting stories. How would anyone find out? Yeah, why I said conflicting stories. Yeah, there's more time travel involved in that, and trust me, it causes a bigger headache than you think, Sundog. I met a guy who once who once said that uh, he thinks how time travel works is entirely up to who's time traveling. So, like, it's what you believe? Yeah, exactly. Okay. It is somewhat correct in that there are multiple methods of time travel. However, yeah. belief is not one of them. Anyway, I have to go. Thank you for the tea. Thank you for putting up with my bullshit. I am sorry for yelling. I am sorry for getting stressed. Trying to work on it. There are classes that I'm trying to take, but it's I'm too busy because I'm trying to make sure that the world does not spin totally out of control with all these people who fly, shoot lasers out of their face, and can shapeshift and all, all sorts of things. Time travel. Time travel's nothing. So fitting classes in, ironically, even with time travel on the table, pretty hard to do. I mean, can't you just, like, Fair delegate enough. some? Just a little bit. Next time you uh, want to ask me a question, feel free to just call. I've got a phone. I just assume you have my number already because you're shady government G-men. Um, technically, yes, but please give it to me anyway. Oh, wow, what a change of pace. Wait, what are you talking about? The fact that Agent Haley McKay obtained Sundog's personal cell phone number and called him on it. I'm going to have to have a talk with Agent Haley McKay. This happened a while ago. I'm over it. Did you did you think I was blowing smoke out of my ass when I brought that up? That you all are acquiring information on minors without telling anybody how you're doing it, including the schools they go to and their personal cell phone numbers? Oh, I mean, there are there are certain protocols with superhero minors that we have to follow. I don't like them. They are not protocols that. I put into place. They are not protocols that the mayor put into place, but they are also not protocols that anyone in a position of power that cares about him has cared to take away. So it just sort of happens. I try to mitigate it. Mm, still happens because anyway, point is I have a, I have a very severe look on my face when I say try harder. Anyway, point is, 
agents are not supposed to just do that. And the fact that she is doing that, Agent Haley McKay might not have a job very soon. This happened a, like a while ago. It doesn't matter. <laughs> she shouldn't have done it. Anyway, here's my phone number. Fair warning, if I don't answer, uh, Al is my voicemail. Oh, okay. Talk to the robot. Got it. All right. So, got a couple things on, new things on my plate from this one thing. Isn't that just every day of my life? Thank you for the tea. I must be going. Good luck finding the trader. And she leaves. I love our conversations. Always fun. Wow. She's intense, like always. How many? How many what? Tense. Is she oh. in? <laughs> <laughs> Judging by how stressed she is, too many. She's in too many tents. Switch. Hello. Yes, uh, please paint me a scene because this is your thing you want to do. So I have been informed, extra-diegetically, that, in a manner of speaking, the Silver Skeleton is no longer returning my calls. Oh, no, he's returning your calls. He's just asking, uh, he'd be asking, would you stop when I tell you to stop? And when you say no, then he hangs up. <laughs> right. Same difference. <laughs> I'm home. So, since I can't get what I need from him, I'm going to get it elsewhere. What that's going to entail is I'm going to get into some loose exercise clothes. I'm going to wait for the sun to go down. And I'm going to just sort of cruise around the back alleys of parts of the city that aren't still being prepared from the most recent invasion. And find a group of strapping individuals who look like they're pretty good at throwing hands. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, you straight up find a fight club. Oh, bitchin'. Right up until throwing hands, I thought that Silver Skull was previously your dealer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, a fight club, huh? Yeah, you just straight up find a fight club. Can I get in? Uh... Depends. What part of John do you want to know? Uh, uh, yeah, the, like newbies have to 100% have to throw down the first time. But yeah, you can get in. Okay, cool. How many times can you not speak about Fight Club? <laughs> Infinitely. We recommend not sharing the location or any actions you do while in the Fight Club <laughs> with anybody, including a government authority or your family. <laughs> In the event of a water landing, the seat in front of you unfolds into an inflation. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I'm here to throw hands. And if all I'm right. required to throw hands, all the better for me. Yeah, so, uh, they let you choose who you want to fight first. So, do you want a guy who looks scrawny? Do you want a guy who looks like he's fucking just made of, out of a wall of meat? I'm... 
I want somebody who looks like they're at my approximate skill level. I'm not here to coast, but I'm also not here to get my ass turfed. Okay. Um. Ooh, assess the situation. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and roll me assess the situation. Yeah, okay. Give it a 13. <laughs> Damn, okay. Uh, you can ask two. I'm first going to, instead of what here, I'm going to ask who here is the biggest threat. There's this guy kind of in the back. He's, like, he does not look like he is super all there right now. He actually looks drunk off his ass and also really scrawny. And you know, just from being a general crying person, that appearances are incredibly deceiving, and this pot guy would probably hand your ass up, like, right to you with some sort of drunken master bullshit. Yeah, okay. I'll keep that in mind. God help you if he gets a hold of a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Millions will die. <laughs> By the way, this is a no powers fight club, right? Yeah. Like, there are definitely people who can tell that they do have powers, but they, they're not using them, and none of their powers are super strength, because for some superheroes, you cannot turn super strength off, and that's technically using a power. Yeah. Uh, and then, again, instead of what here, who here can I use to get what I need? There's a guy. He, he doesn't... He's not... He's sort of in between fucking wall of meat and scrawny, like athletically scrawny, so he sort of looks like he'd be on your level. He looks... Everybody here is a little bit older than you, just by pure virtue of most kids don't want to join a fight club. Uh-huh. But yeah, he, he definitely looks like he's been in some scraps, but also, like, you know, he definitely would not win all of them, which is sort of in the situation where you find yourself right now. Okay, so I'll just call him into the ring. All right, uh, so you call him in, and uh, everybody looks over and is like, oh, they're calling in Jim. Uh, some, one guy goes up to you and goes, uh, Jim doesn't talk much, so uh, don't don't worry if he doesn't say anything. Uh, he knows how to signal if he's like, if it's too much, right? Uh, Jim gives you a thumbs up. Bitch. All right, so go ahead and... Um, Roll me directly engage a threat, I guess. That's a nine. That's a nine. So you're, I'm not going to make you choose one because this is not really a, uh, a situation where I'm going to make you uh, roll, take a powerful blow so you don't have to like resist or anything. But, um, but well, you, I mean, I, I, I would ha like to have the risk of having a powers moment. Oh, OK. So, yeah, uh, go ahead and which one do you want to choose? Well... I think I'll take uh, impress them, because right. despite the fact that Robin has actually been like eating meals and has been working out with a professional MMA fighter-ish person, they are still pretty fucking scrawny looking. All right, so uh, yeah, go ahead and roll me take a powerful blow as you guys basically tray blows. Seven. Seven. So, which one do you want? Well, um, I think pushing conditions here is 
more towards yeah. what I want. So okay, we get a little bit angry. Gonna get a little bit insecure. All right, yeah. A little bit angry that I'm not doing as well as I want it to be. Yeah, I mean, you definitely push him a little bit too, and uh, he kind of gets angry. I don't have stats for this guy. I just, like 100% did not expect to actually roll dice for this. So he comes at you again. This time he looks like he's gonna basically try and tackle you onto the ground. So go ahead and roll me directly engage again. All right. All right, so which one do you want? Uh, I'm going to take the same thing. All right, yeah. So, describe to me what happens when you when he tackles you. Like, how do you impress him? I move with the tackle and roll out from under him in a lot smoother of a motion than he's used to. All right, yeah. And then, um, as you're rolling out from under him, he basically like gets a knee into your kidney. So, please, roll me take a powerful blow. Oof. Oh dear. Well, that's a thirteen. That's a thirteen. <laughs> There's a... Well, I do like one of these options in particular. Okay. I would like to lose control of my powers. All right. So that knee to the kidney just sort of triggers a reflex in you, and you just start swapping basically so much shit around, and, like, people are going nuts, and one one person's like, hey, hey, no powers, no power, and, like, you, you, you swap him. You don't, like completely kill you don't kill anybody you're not thinking of doing it that way so but like he swapped out with like a tin can or some shit and when you look around like only like half of the people there are remaining and also one of the street lamps kind of just like slurps down because it seems to be made of spaghetti huh okay okay hold on where was there that much spaghetti in one place? <laughs> That's the incorrect question. <laughs> no, I think it's the question I wanted to ask. Because that's a lot of spaghetti. Do you understand how big a streetlight is? <laughs> I, I I do understand. I know you think it's the right question, but it's it's not. What you think has happened has not happened. Don't worry about it. It'll come up later. And it's at this point, uh, people start, like, moving over and start, like, dragging you off. And, like, it's like, okay, you're out. Go. I just, I try and bat their hands off and be like, no, no, it's a reflex. I need to work on it. And I, I got more in me. They go, yeah, but we kind of don't. You kind of freaked us out. We're like, either way, this not, no, no, we're done for tonight. Uh, fine. I stand up and I say to everybody who's I apologize to everybody in the room for ruining things I offer to buy them all dinner <laughs> no no thanks we have perfectly good street lamp right no <laughs> uh, a couple people will take you up on it and a couple people are like a little freaked out that you just spaghettified a street lamp so they're yeah. gonna kind of avoid that uh, Jim um, Jim will take it though He'll give you another thumbs up. Um, please go ahead and just roll me superior, please. Okay. Uh, flat superior? Yeah, just flat superior. Okay. Uh, not, neither of my conditions involve superior, so that's a seven. Jim looks real fucking familiar, but you can't place where. <sighs> okay, I know what's happening here. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I'll uh, take everybody to dinner. 
All right. Everybody who wants to. Uh, it's, it's it, you know, real simple. We're not going to a fucking sit-down restaurant, but we're going to go to, like, one of those small independent buildings, the ones that aren't attached to anything that sells mm-hmm. burgers. Mm-hmm. The ones where it's like you can see the kitchen and there's no inside to it for customers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. And, like, they just... The shack? Burger shack? Yeah, something like that. Yep, and, uh... Everybody except Jim kind of just like le- like thanks you and leaves with their meal. And when everybody else is gone, Jim goes, "Now you're going to go f- find some fight clubs, huh?" Oh, hi. I kind of figured that I owe you an explanation for what I'm doing with you specifically. Thrill me. I'm trying to treat you like I would treat my children. And honestly, without 17 years of context, I can't expect you to pick up on that. I'm trying my best to make sure that you stay safe and healthy because believe it or not I actually like you okay obviously pushing you away and telling you to work through your grief first was incorrect. Yeah, it's, uh, it's something real particular to me. So, here's the deal. You can keep going to fight clubs. I will not even attempt to stop you from doing that. But I will also not say no to more private sessions again. But please understand, when I say that you're done, to not push it as hard as you did before. You can push it a little bit, and I might be receptive to that some days. But don't push it as hard as you did before. Because I know what you tried to do with that wind gust. Look, look. The thing is, is that I know how hard I need to be pushed. And I get where you're coming from. But if you're not going to give me what I need, I'll find it elsewhere. Please understand that I am working with several decades worth of experience at this point, and I know when someone is pushing themselves beyond their limits, and when they're dangerously pushing themselves, and some days you are dangerously pushing yourself. And yes, like I, I know. 
That's the idea. That's what I need. No, no, no. Because when you push yourself dangerously, there's there's a fine area where you're actually learning things. Oh, if I go, okay. No, no, no. no, no stop, stop, please, stop, 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 stop. Please, no, please, please let me finish. Please let me finish. Please. Okay. We're on very different pages, but okay. There are... If I go too easy on you, you don't learn anything. You don't grow. You don't improve. Obviously, we're not going for that. But if you go too hard and you just do it from a place where you feel like you need to push yourself for the sake of pushing yourself, you're also not really learning anything. There's a point where you stop absorbing. There's a point where you stop taking it in. I am just massaging my face like I am waiting for him to be done talking. So, please. You, your turn now. Okay. Oh, I want you to understand that I don't hold you at any fault for not getting it. It's a weird thing. And I don't... I, I shouldn't expect anyone to understand what's up with me without me explaining it. I My expectations for you were unreasonably high. That we were on a wavelength that we weren't. So here's what's actually happening. I'm not trying to learn anymore. At least not right now. It's not what I need. What's happening is that I learned way back when I was a gearhead, proper like, that I don't process things by thinking about them. I can't think myself into like being okay with something. I have, I have zero emotional intelligence. I do, though, have pretty good emotional instinct. I can work through a lot of stuff just kind of in the background. The problem is that I've got a crazy amount of energy in my body that I need to just be spending, because if I'm not, then those background processes can't work. He's listening and he's nodding every every once in a while as he's, he, he's, he is getting it. He is getting it. You can tell that he's getting it. So... I need to be pushed past my limits so that the parts of my brain that get in the way are fully occupied and the parts of my brain that need to do work can. And that's just me getting my ass kicked is the most effective way. Previously, it was putting like 10 straight hours onto the training course, but I don't have one of those anymore. You do now. I'm kind of enjoying getting my ass kicked, though. I can kick your ass. I will kick your ass all day if you want. <laughs> yeah. It's the way you said it. <laughs> <laughs> so, tomorrow then. Sure. Tomorrow. The minute I think you're going too far, I'm knocking your ass out. 
Uh, that's getting in the way, though. Also, that's super unhealthy. Anyway. That's the opposite of what I need. Fine. Fair enough. Thank you, Vertburger. No, you could have paid for it yourself, but you're welcome. It technically isn't my money anyway. Mm. It's his money now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do I know about that, by the way? No, you don't. Not unless unless you've read the news. I mean, I keep up. Even then, I don't think they would have gone public with it quite yet. I think I would have just dropped it like a bomb in a conversation sometime afterwards. <laughs> just, oh, by the way, Silver Security is now the sole owner of Clockwork Futures. <laughs> and then I just move right on to the next Really, step. man? In the middle of pizza? That's when you choose to deliver this knowledge? This was the only time when all of you were present. Yeah, so I... It's, I, I I tell him, yeah, it's uh, it's not actually my money, it's yours. So thank you for the burger, I guess. No. Alright. You're welcome. And then he starts walking away, and then he stops, and then he turns around and he goes, you technically already do, but how would you like a job with Silver Security? Uh, depends. Let's put it this way. There's a certain standard I put up to my various actual security measures, safes, cameras, what have you. I used to have a standard, and then you came along and shattered it. You're my new standard, and I want you to help me contain that standard. What did I do? I don't know. Why don't you tell me, TikTok? All right, being coy is only cute for so long. Right? Let's put it this way. I did not figure that out. I had people figure that out for me. I am not that particular brand smart. Uh, okay. It was only meant to last for as long as it needed to, and it did. It's fine. Look. I'm interested. The idea of trying to build a machine that could thwart me is interesting. So long as you're not going to go the boring route of just coding your buildings and whatever blocking nonsense the DHEA has on theirs. No, I don't do that. In fact, kind of funny that you mentioned that. I need to really sue them over violation, over stealing my patent. Oh, please do. It makes it so much more difficult to harass them. <sighs> Problem is, I'll probably just find a way to alter it just enough that, either way, it's the principle of the matter at this point. Anyway, give it a consideration. It would not be an official position until you're 18 anyway. I don't hire minors, so you have some time to consider it, but I really do hope you put in an application when you turn 18. I'll think about it. I'm only asking this out of politeness, but do you need a ride home? No. I thought so. Good night. We just turn around and go our separate ways. 
Yep. All right. So that's it, everybody. Hooray! Hooray! It's been a while since I've done a downtime, so I forget if I do end of session shit with downtimes. No. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, considering Bob and failed a roll. Mm. Well, yeah, no, we, we had to un we undid that. Remember? Oh yeah. yes, we did. Yep. Yeah. But also, we always do this during downtime yeah. events. Yes. Okay. All right. That is the thing. So then, uh, I will go backwards order from the way we did uh, the downtime events. Haha! -ha! So, switch any of those three. Oh, I actually go first this time. Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna say none. Alright, fair enough. I'm, uh, gonna, I'm gonna say that the important things that happened don't fall into any of the categories. Alright. Okay, so then, uh, did you fulfill your drive? No. Okay. I figured as much. I did not smooch anybody. So then, uh, in that case, Poltergeist. Did any of those no. three? No. Uh, you don't have any weird drive shit, right? Correct. Uh, do you want to give influence to No, I guess you can't really do that that way. That's right. So, that was real easy. Uh, zero. <laughs> any of those three? Let's say that I got closer to Robin. Okay. Robin already has influence over you, correct? Yeah, having that yeah. discussion about um, emotions. Okay, I'm going to make this real easy. You can only swap his uh, danger. You could only swap the savior down and the danger up. Or you can choose one of the locked ones and just say pass. Yeah. Do you have any preferences, Bobbin? Do you like where your stats are right now? Uh, I prefer them a little bit more balanced, but thanks to Blank Slate, I can basically swap them around however I want. Yeah, I, I do know that if, if it doesn't go your way, you can turn it into whatever you want. So. Well, there's, there's literally only one way it can go right now, Saviors of Three. Yeah. I'll, ju I'll just call a pass then. All right. Uh, speaking of your blank slate, did you do any of your shit with your lessons? I did keep the big picture in mind, discussing specifically the biggest picture I've got in mind. Yeah. It's two people. Yep. So does it, uh, it so didn't hey, cause any... Yep, no misunderstandings or uh, collateral damage. Mm-hmm. All right. Plus, I don't really want more potential. Getting <laughs> real close to retirement, and we've only got, like, one arc left anyway. Uh, two. You're going to have to probably change classes at some point instead. And then, finally, Sundog. Any of those three? No. Did fulfill uh, a drive, though. Got oh. a new costume. Ah, yeah. Okay, cool. You get yourself a potential. I just realized I forgot to choose a level up from last time. Oh, oh well. All right, well, you can tell us what you chose next time. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, this was a long downtime for me. Long yeah. downtime in general. Yeah. Uh, not, not for <laughs> the rest of us, but... <laughs> hmm. uh, let, us t let me tell you about some of Kat's downtimes and how they have gone from starting at 8.30 p.m. and going until, like, 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. But uh, thanks, thanks for listening, everybody. 
uh, hope to see you next time for a silly arc. It's prom. Cross that out. Homecoming. Prom coming. <laughs> <laughs>